Hello and welcome to Season 1, a podcast where two best friends watch, review, and recommend TV shows that only aired one season. My name is Andrew. And my name is Presley. And this week's episode is covering Suspicion, a 2022 TV series. Presley, after the intro, would you mind telling our listeners a little bit about the show? Nothing would please me more. Andrew, uh, welcome back, everyone, to the pod. Let's get right into it because it's kind of a tricky show to talk about. And note that our synopsis is spoilery and does not cover basically anything that happens in the show because uh, a lot happens in the show. So just just stick with me. Suspicion was an Apple TV Plus original show, which aired in 2022. The show focuses on five seemingly ordinary British citizens who are believed to have abducted the son of a media mogul in the U.S., This mogul, Catherine Newman, who's played by Uma Thurman, is blackmailed by her son's abductors into, quote, telling the truth, which becomes a slogan and kind of populist movement as the show progresses. The investigators, Vanessa Okoye, played by Angel Colby uh, from the British RSA, and Scott Anderson, played by Noah Emmerich from the FBI, decide to let the five suspected kidnappers go to see what mistakes they make along the way and how they reconvene, hopefully leading them uh, back to Leo, the the person that was kidnapped. Through a twisted series of events, the five suspects get together and must find a way to prove their innocence as they're being framed for the crime that they didn't commit. These suspects, Adesh, played by Kunal Nayar, Natalie, played by Georgiana Campbell, Tara, played by Elizabeth Hellstring, Sean, played by Ellis Gable, and Eddie, played by Tom Harries, all work outside of the law to sneak their way through customs and into the U.S., where they believe that talking to Catherine Newman's second-in-command will finally reveal who has been setting them up this whole time. While escaping from the authorities, the group find themselves in a high-rise overlooking Times Square, where it is revealed that Tara was actually a part of orchestrating the kidnapping, and that Leo, the, the kidnapping victim, was part of the plan all along. Uh, and all of this was an attempt to get his mother to admit her role in discrediting a climate scientist who was Tara's grandfather, uh, who had correctly predicted the effects of climate change uh, 40 years in the past. He had written this paper, which they basically buried, and uh, had discredited him, had smeared his name, had had basically done everything they could to uh, ruin his reputation. Uh, th- as the police are closing in on them, as all of this these revelations are happening, as power goes out, uh, Tara and Adesh manage to escape uh, through kind of riots and the march that are happening uh, and abscond in a ferry off of uh, Manhattan. Uh, Leo is returned to Catherine. The kidnapping victim is returned to his mom, who kind of knows that he was part of the thing now, and they're kind of rubbing it in each other's faces that they each got their way mm-hmm. uh, because Catherine told the truth, but Leo got the world to see the truth. Um 
uh, Catherine rewards Sean as he flees with $1 million. Uh, basically, she had like hired Sean to get Leo back, and now he did that, uh, and so she gave him a million dollars, which he was only really after money this whole time. Uh, Natalie is detained by the NYPD because she's, you know, this basically world renowned criminal at this point, or that's what they believe. And Eddie is shot in the head, uh, but ultimately lives because it just grazes, grazes his forehead. Eddie this whole time was also working for, uh, the British secret service. So everybody is suspicious the whole time. Uh, cut to credits, end of show. That is like one tenth of the whole show because like we didn't talk about a lot of stuff in here. Yeah. Uh, maybe Andrew, you can expand on it uh, as as we get talking into the show. Yeah, I mean, it's interesting. There's a lot that happens in the show, but not a lot happens. Oh, interesting. Okay. Um, it, it's it's like okay, so just kind of general thoughts about the show. Yeah, it was decent. Um, I definitely like wanted to keep watching it. I definitely found myself like watching more than one episode a night. Yeah. Like I was, I was, I kept, kept watching it. Right. Yeah, no, for sure. Definitely. It's compelling. And the, the the cliffhangers at the end of each episode were genuinely good. Every single, yeah, they were, yeah, they were good. Um, the thing that I say about like a lot happened, but nothing really happened. It was like basically just these suspects being questioned and followed around the whole time and like running away but like nothing really happened yeah yeah yeah, it's dialogue heavy and people are trying to like parse truth and and lie and like try to pull you know things out of each other so they understand like did this person actually do this are they actually guilty is is sean in on it you know like what the fuck is going on you know and then and then you have the fbi and uh and the the british fbi lady basically yeah rsa thank you um they yeah you know they're just kind of like watching everything happen because they're trying to find the kid right so they're hoping that following these people and uh and and kind of trying to see how they're connected to each other and seeing if they slip up is going to lead them to leo um but you know we just kind of like fall into finding leo toward the end yeah Um, that it, it gets like both each episode like tightens up certain things of like yeah. why the plot is happening the way it is and what you, you get more information. For instance, like you mentioned Sean, right? For for our listeners who did not watch the show, Sean is like a mercenary hitman who we are introduced to in the show as being like a uh he he's on a plane, assaults a guy because he's being rude to uh to one of the flight attendants, right. uh changes in the bathroom uh to completely disguise his appearance. Uh, uses another woman with a kid, uh, like pretending to help her carry her kid to get through customs uh, to avoid being seen, going to visit his grandfather in Ireland, meeting with a woman who he's trying to have sex with on a boat, but then tying her up, uh, going back to the mainland and blowing the boat up. Uh, that was like his girlfriend or something. It seems something. Like. Yeah, I mean, yeah. previous lover or something like that. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Then st- beats a guy's head in with uh, with a helmet to steal his motorcycle to finally right. get to the UK. This is like all in the first episode. And so right. like Sean is like a despicable man who like really is pretty evil. He's, he's one of the contract sus- killer type, right? Yeah, like he's exactly. A, he's a, yeah. Versus like you have a Desh who is this uh, just a security, uh, like a online security 
personality, right? Like he, he's, he's a, a tech guy, right? And he doesn't want to work at his uh, father-in-law's carpet store where his brothers-in-law's yeah. work and his, uh, his wife works. And he was just in New York having a business meeting, right? And he was just happened to be at the same hotel along with these other uh, four people that, you know, are, are accused. And so like you're, you're seeing these interesting juxtapositions of all these characters narratives and like how they could possibly coalesce. And none of these characters trust each other the entire show because they're like, I don't know if you're maybe also part of the kidnapping, right? I don't know if I should trust you to help prove our innocence or you're just using me to make yourself look innocent despite the fact that you actually participated in this kidnapping. Yeah. It's, it's very convoluted, but, but like I said, you know, you have, you have a couple, a couple moments every now and then when Sean's up to shit, when stuff is happening, but they're like very quick scenes. Yeah. But then otherwise it's, it is very dialogue heavy. And if you're not really into that kind of thing, then you're not probably going to enjoy the show a lot. I, I think what it was for me was that they, it, it felt to me like they were trying to give the feeling and the impression of like a Jason Bourne type film mm, where you mm-hmm. have this guy who's on the run. He's super like talented in the ways of like security and surveillance. Yeah, he knows, and so he knows how doing. to get away yeah. and knows how to like predict shit. And that's kind of what you get with Sean. But then you have like nothing really happening, like with the yeah. main part of the story. Like it's just dialogue based. They're they're kind of like constantly moving and trying to evade uh the the police and things like that. And and they're basically just walking around in these places that they're they're hiding out in, talking to each other and trying to uncover more and more. Everybody's just constantly lying to each other. And they all know it, but nothing's really happening about it. Yeah. You know, um, you have, I mean, just to also explain one moment where like nothing really happens or (laughs) something kind of happens, but nothing happens is Adesh goes and uh, they all, they all get to New York and uh, because they all go separately so that because Sean orchestrates this thing where they're all going to go to New York. They all get fake passports. They all get fake passports, get on different flights and like disguises and everything and so they all land in in new york and they're planning on meeting up um to to reassemble and kind of figure out their next steps and uh and confront um uh copeland martin martin copeland which is uh which is he's uh, like the right hand person of yeah Catherine newman's uh right hand i was blanking on her name um you know so they're gonna go confront him but before that that time Adesh is kind of walking around he sees Eddie and he's like oh shit it's Eddie like let me just go say hi like and follow up with him because we were going to anyway in like a few minutes or whatever we're we're both walking to the same place right like we're both going to the same place so he's like following him and then you know Eddie slips away into this restaurant goes into the bathroom and basically he finds out or like listens in on Eddie having a conversation in this little phone that he stashed in his in his shoe where he's talking to the police. He's talking to the FBI. He's talking to the RSA saying, like, this is what's going on. This is where we are. This is the plan, et cetera, et cetera. Adesh hears all of it. And then is like, what the fuck? Storms out like he's going to go tell everybody. And then Eddie's like, bro, just don't tell anybody. <laughs> but I was working for Catherine Newman. We're good. And then Adesh is just like. Which is a lie. He was not working. Which is a total lie. Yeah. He's not. And, he's, and, then, and then Adesh is like. All right, cool, bro. Let me just not mention this to anyone at all. And then Adesh gets accused of having the phone because he took it from the dude. And then that literally does nothing happens. Not nothing happens with any of that. 
see, I think it's interesting, right? Because you're you're citing this as like a a non-event, right? Well, but, it's it's like something happens, but nothing comes of it. No, There's no, no. no I understand result, what you're saying, right? right? It's, it it doesn't change anything. I think very similar to a lot of the ways in which this this show, what it reminded me most of, uh, if you've ever watched it, is Homeland, because Homeland is very similar to this, where it's all who knows what who's doing what who's pulling the strings yeah and very little actually like literally happens obviously things in, inciting incidents happen moments you know get explosive and wild but it's all very uh very bland in the presentation of it and usually things are like laid out six steps in advance in a way in the narrative sense right mm-hmm. because of that you know coinciding events they no longer have the phone to track Eddie, who was supposed to lead them directly to Leo. And so now the FBI and the RSA are behind, like two steps behind now, because instead of being able to respond immediately when they get to that place in Times Square, yeah, Eddie is not able to get in contact with them and they're not able to live follow Eddie anymore. Right. Which leads to the outcome that of the show where Eddie gets partially shot, people run away, you know... Uh, like if that hadn't happened, then likely the outcome of the show would have been very different. But you're right in the moment; it's very lit. Like you don't really th- you're like, okay, why well, isn't yeah. Nash telling anyone? Why is Eddie trying to hide this from right. him? Right. But to that and credit, the- Eddie doesn't know if Adesh is in on it. He's still nobody right. fucking knows anything in the show. Right. Right. I, I guess my major point, right, was like nothing. Where where I was going with that was like nothing happened until you get to like toward the end of the seventh episode and then the final episode, right? Like right. there's basically just dialogue. They, they all get questioned. They all get separated. They're trying to figure out their lives now that they're like famous or infamous rather for, for, uh, kidnapping this yeah, kid, supposedly kidnapping, them, yeah. supposedly kidnapping, allegedly kidnapping this kid. And then they gather together and then Sean's like, damn, somebody's trying to kill y'all. Let's, not do that or somebody's trying to like capture you like let me help you um and then they just kind of like fuck around for a while and and yes things happen right there's little teeny scenes where they almost get caught and that's a little suspenseful but it doesn't feel like it really would come to anything because sean would just kill the dude and they could just leave yeah and it's interesting i, I, it's, I think you know what i mean have- but we, but then we feel get, differently about the tones of the show i, I guess yeah. sense, right because it's but, like you're you're feeling like there's not enough kind of action not like uh fighting action not like high octane action but just like events that are really grabbing to justify as much of the show it's it's not necessarily that it's just that everything happened in the like the very end so it was like if you weren't gripped by the sixth episode or the seventh episode then you didn't even get to like you know what i mean it's just too much happens too late and I, I don't know a better way to have written it so that it was any different, I guess. But well, it's interesting too. It just doesn't feel like anything that happens matters until then. Well, and you know, this show, to its credit, on my end, has a lot of what you and I decry a lot of shows about for, and it has really yeah. genuinely strong character work because you really actually get to know why. What is going each on one. with each of the characters, uh, yeah. even even the investigators to a degree, yeah. and you're understanding why this is like this small incident is destroying their lives, 
right? Like Adesh loses his marriage basically over it. And uh, Tara, you know, despite being one of the orchestrators, seemingly, you know, loses the ability to ever see her daughter again because she's going through a messy divorce and loses her job at Oxford and all this stuff, right? And like you, you, I could tell you uh, something personal about every single one of these characters um, that is, you know, compelling that they take the time to flesh out, which I think is important for you to sympathize with like their play of like what, like I was thinking about like Adesh specifically because he's the most like tragic character in my opinion. Oh, I agree. Um, And you think about this guy who just was really genuinely trying to make a better life for him and his wife who are struggling and living with, with his wife's family and like his entire life implodes because of, being framed for a crime he didn't do right and yeah and totally. i liked that there was that work i like that they took the time to make me understand the characters and their individual circumstances because it matters with the outcome of the show yeah. uh, i do agree with you though that there were times where i was like okay i'm gonna pull my phone out and do a quick sudoku because like clearly right. nothing's happening for the next yeah. 10 minutes and i don't need to worry about it so i think that, that you could have tightened up some of the areas specifically i i think there was a big issue with uma thurman not that she's not a good actress or she wasn't important to the story right but like a lot of the marketing was about her and like she's the biggest face on the poster she's obviously the biggest name draw right. but yeah. she's like barely in the show and is not super yeah crucial to the plot she's a caring mother who wants her son back uh but not enough to do anything to actually help him it's 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 it's, anyway all i'm saying is that like but but yeah it's they they did make it seem like she was this big star in the film in the series and it was like yeah she's the main star and this was like she's she's there as like a token so that they have a reason to point a finger at why this person got like kidnapped right like yeah she's she's yeah um i think that I agree. Uh, I don't think I agree. I do agree that <laughs> a lot of the sh- the characters had really good development and backstories, and uh, they had compelling things that were going on in their lives and and stuff that kind of made me want to continue figuring out more. But I do think that the team altogether struggled a little bit with the chemistry and things going on. Like they were all there were all so, there were a couple moments where they were all really heightened emotions, and they kind of all you know, played really well, but I just didn't feel as strong about a lot of the group dynamic that they had. This is so interesting. I find that we're having some interesting disagreements about this because I thought this was going to be a show that you and I would both like agree upon in the sense of like the ways, like, like we talked about the character work we agree upon, but then there's like these nuanced differences in our opinion that I think is interesting Yeah, that I think will speak to like our different listeners. Like, you know, some of them kind of lean towards your perspective. Some of them lean towards my perspective. And I think like, to me, it sounds like I like this show a little bit more than you did. And I liked specifically that the espionage felt genuinely realistic that there was like a level of care put into what was happening both on the like FBI uh, RSA side and the surveillance and you know these people trying to kind of figure out how to avoid you know being uh surveilled I I also think it's very important that the show takes place predominantly in the UK because uh uh, like Britain, London, the greater London area is like the m- most surveilled country area on the planet with like 95% of every visible angle covered. So like wow. you basically that. cannot go across London and not be tracked. It's like literally impossible. And se- oh, several wow. other shows have kind of used this to its advantage. And this show does it to its advantage. Like you watch them all yeah. leave the police station and watch how they're all tracked across the country or uh, across the city. Yeah. Totally. Uh, really easily. It's like, Oh, there's just a camera in the bus and then the ATM and in the cab. And then, you know, um, 
so it's just interesting the way that we're we're disagreeing because we're not like I loved it and you hated it. We're both like kind of yeah, like interested. I liked it enough yeah. um to 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 give it some positive vibes and oh, positive yeah, no. like rating. Uh, but yeah, there was just a couple of those things missing for me and. I don't know. It's just like there were moments where the team was all together and there were really heightened things happening and whatever, but I just felt like there was something missing. And I don't know if it was another character or a different personality that clashed with things. I, I don't know. It's just I felt this this missing piece, I guess. Yeah. And this is, again, where it's just, just really weird, weird because I love I, the team stuff. Yeah. Right? We have this kind of guy who's like not really a hacker, but has some hacking experience. We have this... I mean, He's kind of a hacker. Yeah, like he he was able to hack into Catherine Newman's like whole thing, and that's why he's like connected to it. Yeah, and he was um, like, "Hey, I just hacked you. I could have gotten all your information. Yeah, so let you me be your security me. person, right. right? Yeah, yeah. And then you have that, and then you have this kind of military uh, contract killer guy who's who's very skilled at uh, you know hiding in plain sight. You have Tara, who's very involved in like the activist movement and the kind of grassroots of what's going on. You have an embezzler who knows money and knows how to move money securely and those kinds of things. Yeah. And then you have this kind of, uh, seemingly he's like kind of like a fuck boy, like party head kid, uh, yeah. when really, uh, he, he's actually a secret agent. Right. Yeah. And he, Everyone keeps kind of asking him, like, why are you here? Why are you involved? And it's revealed yeah, and later because hella sus of him. Yeah. And he was right, right? He was right to be suspicious. Yeah, totally. But um it's interesting. Like, I like that those five characters together. And I like that Adesh and Eddie are like closer because Eddie reached out to Adesh first and was like, Hey, like, are you like I need we need to figure this out because we're both being framed and I know it, right? And then that they coalesce the group together yeah. until they're all kidnapped and then put guns are put to their head god this sh that show that was a great part we didn't even talk about that Don't three of them get kidnapped one? along yeah. with along with the sister of one of them right so you have the the four main uh people that are the the suspects and one of their sisters who yeah. kind of keeps getting involved in ways that she shouldn't and you know yeah, it's totally. kind of stupid and then they're about to be basically executed right and you're like okay, well, like, what's going to happen when all these people die? And Sean comes to their aid because he knows that, like, the only way to potentially even clear his name, so he at least isn't suspected of this, even though he's killed multiple people, and they know he's killed multiple people, is to rescue these 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 four people. In yeah. the ens ensuing shootout, Tara kills somebody, uh, which is which is wild, to save Adesh, and Monique, the sister of Natalie, who's one of the people, yeah. Uh, for some reason decides to stand up in the middle of this cross gunfire and gets fucking shot really square in the oh, chest. capped, like, um, hard, which, yeah. Which, uh, you know, it's, it's kind of wild. She's very tragic as well because, like, she flew out from... Like, the reason that Natalie was in New York was to go there to for a bachelorette party with her sister. Yep. Natalie gets yep. arrested on her fucking wedding day as she's walking down yeah. the aisle, which is messed yeah. up. Yikes. She was That's a right. embezzler, but she was also being blackmailed to embezzle. I don't know. There's a lot going right. on in the show. And I, I, I just like that it, it has complexity and there's a lot to remember and talk about. Yeah. Yeah. No, I, I, I agree. That's the thing is I agree. There is a lot that goes on and it's very compelling. It's very interesting. I just feel like there wasn't for, for the way it, was supposed to I, make me feel yeah about what was going on i didn't feel the tension and the like height and the action that i think we're supposed to feel yeah as and like espionage thriller like people are trying to trying to protect their secrets this is very important and like we're trying to figure it out but we're also on the run like 
I don't know. I just think about. It just makes me think of like Jason Bourne because that's it's I, like an epitome of of what that kind of vibe is, and it, I'm not directly comparing it because it's not really fair, but like it misses some of that mark. Yeah, it, it's very crucial in that last little bit that you just said because you called it a thriller, and I'm pretty sure if you go on Apple TV Plus and look at this, it probably says thriller. This show is a drama and not a thriller. Exactly. And if it, if if I had come in and we had discussed this sight unseen. And I told everybody that it was a drama, right? Then the criticism that you're bringing is less relevant. Yeah, it's way less relevant, right? But you are correct that this show and the marketing for the show, the trailer for the show is all thrillery, very spy kind of vibe, right? Exactly. And it is to the detriment of the show because if you not come in or not really thought about or not really had that initial opinion or feeling towards it in the way that it initially presents itself, you probably would have felt overall better about the show because you wouldn't feel basically sidelined yeah. right you're you would have been like oh this was a solid drama with some cool yeah. kind of espionage elements versus like this was kind of a meth thriller with a not yeah. any really good kind of action or uh you know set pieces or whatever a thriller that didn't throw me much right like that's yeah, kind of literally that's kind of like where where i'm sitting with it um yeah and it's a sliding scale because you can have thrillers that are dramas and you can have dramas that are thrilling but yeah. like this this push it too far into trying to be a thriller and ultimately was very much further in the drama category with some moments of, of thrill. Yeah. Um, I'm going to, I'm just going to go into my official like goods and bads, I guess it's, we're kind of like there, uh, goods. I think they did a really good job of, of making it feel realistic in the sense of that they were being tracked and watched. And I could believe that this is a real way someone or like an agency would try to catch someone who's yeah. kidnapped. They're like, we think it's these people. We're going to watch the shit out of them. And we're going to see if, and just make sure that we're there if they slip up and we can catch anything that goes on. I think they did a really good job of making it feel two out of three, right? Drama and espionage kind of. Yeah. Um, they, they really made it compelling um, in, in that way. And, and kind of rolling into that, the characters, right? Compelling characters, very interesting stories. Um, some interesting dialogue between them and some interesting kind of yeah. like mixes of of them and pairings yeah i, I ooh okay i just remembered a bad so i'm going to go into the bad um <laughs> okay. like a big like a big one so okay this show was so it was very preachy hmm it was go, very tell, very preachy yeah, tell me more in in Catherine Newman's like confession and the whole, like that whole soliloquy was so, was super preachy to me the way it came off. It could have been done a lot more like subtle and saying like, Hey, we, we, you know, discredited this scientist who, you know, whatever. But it was like this whole thing where it was like, it's supposed to give rise to this new movement. It's like, we, we discredited science and it's like, it was the time that we're in right now, right? Like the political landscape that we're in right now is, and the world is, it's a fucking nightmare, but, um, you know, it's like, that's what's happening right now. And it was just, it just felt too preachy for that. Basically for anyone who didn't watch the show, Catherine Newman talks about, like Presley said, uh, they made this, climate change argument basically uh null and like discredited it with shitty science and then discredited this guy and then she's basically having this big monologue toward the end where she's like 
we our company did this and we discredited this guy and he was a really good guy and then we dis- discredited science itself and that's the worst part and all this stuff and it just the way it was all said and the way it was all put together was just like so incredibly preachy to me and it's not like i don't disagree like that kind of shit happens all the time right but it just the way they went about it especially especially for me yeah it was unrealistic and especially for me when i went from the entire series being like nothing really happened like you know i feel like we could have had a little bit more interesting things going on or more of that thriller aspect to have that be like the climax of the entire the entire like tell the truth thing i was like what the okay so that that was a really big one for me um i think i already mentioned some of the other ones like didn't really feel like a lot of the events were very impactful or mattered very much um even in some of the characters cases the really bad things that happened they just kind of like rolled over and was like all right cool um yeah, I mean, I I wouldn't say I could go on and on and on, but those were the big things for me. Um, th- those are the ones I I feel like are worth highlighting for me. Uh, what about you, Presley? What are you guys in bads? Yeah, it's it's interesting. Um, I think similar to what you're saying, I think a, a strong good is the the way it presents the the world as it is up until like that monologue, right? Like the what we are shown of the climate and the folks that are being suspected and the actions that they take to try and clear their names all felt very genuine and realistic and understandable to each of the individual characters. I think barring Sean, who is kind of a caricature of what we assume like a kind of a spy turned bad is, but even then he doesn't do anything like crazy outlandish, you know, like he wears a disguise and takes it off mid flight to kind of, you know, hide his identity. He does yeah. some clever things and you're like, okay, like I believe that this could work, right? If you had multiple passports with images that changed and they were looking for yeah. one image and you have a different name and a different image. Okay. You could get through. Yeah. Um, and also to its credit, they were, they were all like, we, they like decided like, okay, we all need to go to New York. I was like sitting there thinking, I'm like, you cannot tell me that the five most wanted people like in the country right now are going to be able to g- get to New York unnoticed, right? Via these disguises right. and these kind of uh, tricks that Sean teaches them. And again, to the show's credit, they're like, oh yeah, that's a dash. Like, yeah, they're all trying to get out now. What yeah. should we do? Yeah. And yeah. they're like, we, we have to let them go because we like, w- they're going back to New York. Yeah. Well, then they're going to get Leo or we're going to, you know, they're involved now. Like, why would they all be going to New York if they weren't all in exactly. Boots, right? Yeah, and so exactly. I really like that. I'm like, okay, well, I think they're, the show's going to do a really stupid decision and just be like, oh, yeah, they all got past security just fine. And it's like, <laughs> no, they let them through security and it's all fine, right? It's like, yeah, they like called and they were like, let's just do through. We're watching him. Like, oh, we yeah. didn't hear that phone call, but we assume we right? know that's what they're doing, right? Yeah. And uh, same thing. I like they embed a member of their team, the, the, you know, their uh, Eddie is embedded into them. He's fully, uh, you know, lambasted online, given a fake backstory, all this stuff, uh, even a fake interview that none of the other compatriots can hear, but like (laughs) even the FBI guys like, wait, so that whole interview you did was fake that I listened in on. And she's like, yeah, like I have to, it's not about convincing them. It's about convincing everyone. If I don't go through a three hour interview, no one's going to believe them. Right. Uh, and yep. so I just like that. I like the world building and I like the structure that the show took on. Uh, I agree with you. Certain things felt unrealistic and a little preachy, but yeah. not in a way that like was like 
man, that ruined the show for me. That that monologue no, is not, you know, and nor were same. you saying that, right? It's just yeah, for me, right. it's like little nuanced things. I also, last good thing before I get into bad, uh, I, I genuinely like the twist that one of them was actually involved in the kidnapping. It do. I really thought it was going to be, okay, well, Sean's terrible, but he didn't actually do it. It's pretty clear that Adesh and Natalie didn't do it. Tara also seemed like didn't do it. And then once you find out Eddie's part of the service, you're like, okay, well, he didn't do it. And then the fact that Tara like goes up and hugs this kid who we thought was being kidnapped yeah. and is like, oh, we did it. Like, you're like, my mind was genuinely blown. I was like, what? Same. Like, holy shit. And so credit where credit is due. They, they pulled off yeah. some interesting stuff. For sure. I think bad for me is there, like you're saying about the, like the preachiness uh, at, at the ending monologue, there's certain dialogue that's written in a, a very cliche heavy sense uh, and, and in a way that it feels less realistic than what is really going on. Um, yeah. For instance, like most people, especially educated people who are arrested without cause tend to get a lawyer or have a lawyer and like two of them go into this interview without a lawyer at all. And, and one of them has a fiance that is a lawyer yeah right and adesh to his credit gets the public defender who tells him to say no comment and then he stops listening to him and he's like okay it's making me sound guilty it doesn't make you sound anything you're not saying anything right um but like you know it's like people aren't really that dumb you know obviously people get arrested and they're in shock and whatnot but like first rule of anything is never ever 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 say anything to anyone without a lawyer present no one has ever talked themselves out of a crime ever it doesn't right. exist. That's never happened, yeah. you know? So like that kind of thing really bugged me, especially like you're saying, one of them who is an investment banker who's been embezzling money in the millions for years, doesn't think to call her fiance whose wedding they yeah. just left to represent her. I mean, you she know, specifically tells him to go away at some point too. Like, yeah, I don't want you to represent me. I want to do this myself. And it's like the dumbest thing you could do. Yeah. So, and I can understand making like dumb decisions when running away from the police. Like if they fuck up, going through airport security and they're caught or like Natalie at the end gets caught. Like they're running through this crowd. She falls behind and gets lost in the crowd. And then NYPD sees her and captures her. Like, I believe that a lot more than I believe this, like kind of, you know, poor written structural thing to enable certain things to happen. Um, I have far less that I dislike. I think though, that was like my main dislike. The show looked really good. sounded really good. Um, I agree. Yeah. Production of it was good. Yeah. Yeah. Like, Uh, you know and i guess like my bad will lead into the next section of our show but i don't know where you take this show on a second season yeah i mean in season two you kind of have the the group i guess if we want to call them a group quote unquote kind of in shambles right because you have sean on a on a subway train going away he's he's got a million dollars i don't think you can necessarily expect to see him again obviously he's in the series and he's a main character so chances are you're going to right but you have you know tara and adesh on a ferry escaping natalie got arrested and everybody was like all right see you later <laughs> i'm well, gonna get the like fuck either, out of here they're not gonna <laughs> stop no. this, these people from arresting her right like it's kind of yeah you know, they have to leave her behind. exactly and, and exactly. she kind of gives them the nod to go yeah and she kind of tells them to, to, to go but you know then you have uh leo and Catherine. Catherine seems to know that leo did it uh, now my question, my suspicion was maybe she knew the whole that time. he did it potentially the whole time, and this is why. So this is maybe what I, I guess I'll go into what I think, yeah. def, like would have happened in a season two, or what I guess I might have written in was that 
Catherine wanted to rewrite the company's conscience or rewrite the company and like pivot. So what she does is she works with Leo and Tara to have him kidnapped so that she can be on the public scene to say, I just want my boy back. I'm this like good person. I'm trying to do what I, uh, the best I can admit that there were mistakes done in the past and you clean the slate having this man like he him coming back and he was supposed to be like running the charity and all that kind of stuff and whatever and then she can clean the slate and be like i'm gonna do better i want to do better and then they can do better and or they can just continue doing the shitty things they are but they just rebuilt the reputation yeah so so you're or, like saying... do some fake greenwashing shit kind yeah. of concept thing to make it seem but meanwhile they're like look we're invincible now and they can sell their services and then they're also investigating you know the fbi and rsa are also going to be investigating who did it still because yeah. it's still important that they stop who did it and yeah i mean the kid address that large right you know? exactly so beyond that i don't really know um so you, but just to clarify, this is like yeah. a retcon that you would introduce in season two. You do not. It's kind of what. That. Do you believe that I was the thought of happened. season one anyway? It's kind of what okay. I think happened because of the because because that little comment that she made to him about the truth and all of that felt very much like she knew he did it. See, I think she discovered it when she watches a. Uh, there's like they're like having an event you know like a gala kind of thing and she introduces him as the new head of that and then he says some kind of shady shit about how he's going to be doing things differently and like for better and i think that's when she had that revelation i don't think like you know it could have been so i i think you could retcon what you're saying in i'm not i'm not you know disagreeing with you i think you'd have to do some kind of tricky maneuvering where you could have then after like after the fact some of the first scenes of the next episode of like season two would be like tara meeting with with um catherine newman his mom and being like okay we 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 got away with it right like this double double cross you know and what i don't understand and this is where i can't really write another season right you could say okay well natalie was embezzling she's gonna go to jail she's out of the show right you could say that Sean, likewise, got his money. He's a mercenary for hire. He's out of the show, right? You have Adesh and Tara, who, for some reason now, are are absconding together, despite the fact that when you really think about it, Tara just destroyed Adesh's life on a whim. His entire life. Yeah, and, like, yes. he shouldn't be going along with this. In fact, he's, like, the one voice of reason in, like, the final confrontation scene when they're in this high-rise. Totally. Where he's, like, w- like, everybody around me is, like, nobody who's who they said they were. I was just trying to get a job and my whole life sucks. So I don't understand why he's going with them nor what, what you do with the two of them. And then Eddie is a secret agent and they know that he's a secret agent. So he can't like re-enter that fold. Right. Yeah. And, and so what I would have you do for a season two is something a little different. I would have it be, you have the same, you have a similar style of crime, right? Where you have not necessarily a kidnapping, but, uh, you know, a, a heist or in that vein, right? Something, you know, where five or six people to get together to do something. And you have the same type of investigation where it's kind of like across the pond, U.S. and U.K. working together. Uh, and you have four new suspects, right? Got and it. You like have, an an- no, never mind. Well, like similar an to an anthology series, but it's like, like yeah. 
And then you could bring back in some of these other characters where they're like, okay, sure. we know that they're embezzling this money. And Natalie, who's in custody, hey, you were embezzling money for years. We need you to help track these transactions for us, right? Like you can incorporate them back in without them being like the new suspects of a new crime because that would be ridiculous. Yeah. And yeah. I think that would be kind of interesting where you introduce some new characters that you know may or may not have done this you know heist, let's call it. Like they did a bank heist, right? And a right. bunch of people got killed. Um and you're, you're now tracking them. And then you can also include like Tara and Adesh who are like helping now these people who are framed just like they were like trying to be on the other side of it where they're like the advocates for these people that were framed. Um, yeah. it, I, I think that could have been interesting, right? You can kind of semi pivot the show each season with like a new uh, big crime that kind of takes the world by storm. Yeah, I can see that. And it kind of being maybe... I can see them doing something similar, like where it's just tied into the tell the truth movement and the movement just like, well, that's the thing, right? Yeah. That's the the overarching kind of structure that you've created of like all these hacks and stuff like that. Yeah. Yeah. No, I could see that. I could see that being a thing. I can see that. I could probably see that working. Um, I guess those kinds of series are challenging because you have to make a brand new story compelling enough to, to convince watchers to abandon the story that was not finished. What about it wasn't finished though? Well, I mean, it, people weren't caught. People just absconded. Oh, they I see were, they like, you know what I mean? Like, they, yeah. like there are a lot of those loose ends the way we don't know what happened to all these people or yeah. what the end result was even of Catherine making this, this announcement that all these bad things happened and our company was responsible for it right yeah. you see the press just taking pictures of leo and Catherine together as he's in the wheelchair and beat to shit you know you don't really get to know yeah, um, it is fascinating and so, you know like the show was canceled it's not like it was meant to be one season right and kind right of it was definitely like ended. not a limited series it was yeah. definitely meant to continue but it does have fashion. i think like like you're saying like a, i call it the true detective problem where you have yeah. like one season that's really compelling and good. And then the next season you're trying to make like a new narrative semi like yeah. structurally very similar, even if the characters aren't the same. And it's like, okay, well I cared about those characters. Why do I care about these new characters who might not be as well written or might not be right. Like I yeah. can see the same problem coming two, up, but I know you didn't, but, but you know what I mean? Right. Like yeah. season two <laughs> is much harder to follow. And yeah. Yeah. Characters no, is, aren't nearly as uh, amenable and affable, like enjoyable yeah. in my opinion. Sure. Right. No, and then you go oh, to yeah. season three where they kind of fix a lot of the things, but again, it's, it, it doesn't have the, the formula changes every time. And it's like, you did the cookie really good the first bake. Yeah. And then you yeah. keep trying to replicate it by adding new things. And it's like, you don't really need to do that, you know? Yeah. Um, and so it's, it's an interesting problem to have. Right. And obviously the show just didn't draw enough of an audience to get more. I think the show was mismarketed and yeah. didn't have enough like big, you only really are marketing on Uma Thurman. And even then, you also have a few other larger actors, especially in the uh, like the UK world. Yeah, um, totally. Like Kunal Nayar was is one of the more prominent actors. He was one of the most successful sitcom actors in history. He's uh, he's Rajesh Kutharpali from The Big Bang Theory. Yeah, like, like he's not a small massive, name when you think about yeah. it. Um, and, and you know, I didn't see his face anywhere when he showed up. I was like, wait, is that Raj? He's got a beard and he's British. And like, you know what I mean? Like they <laughs> yeah. could have used they they could have you know spun their wheels a little bit differently and made the show seem different to better present what it was actually about. Cause I think yeah. this show could have had another season and was probably good enough to have justified another season. Yeah. Um, but I don't think the viewers were there and that's probably why I canceled yeah. it. I, I think it just, yeah, I agree. I think it was just 
a missing of expectations, right? Expectations, yeah. certain expectations were set, and then you watch it and you're like, what the? Like, yeah. I thought there was this whole other element to it, and I thought it was also about Uma Thurman primarily, <laughs> yeah, or right. her character, right? So, yeah. um, it, it's interesting because, like, this feels a lot more like a show that wasn't necessarily canceled for the content, but more the marketing, like you're saying. And so yeah. it's like, it's very interesting that that could have damaged their ratings enough to cancel it. Yeah. And of course, very like Apple, along with most of the other streaming giants don't release these numbers. We don't know, you know, what was going yeah. on. I, yeah. I do think that we're going to see a lot more, like we talked about in the last couple of weeks, because of the prolonged writers and actors strikes, we're going to see more canceled television shows just because it's not worth it to like have a new season four years after the first season. Right. Yeah. And yeah. this is an interesting case where this is a UK production. It has it very prominently at the start. So this is a show that isn't necessarily affected by those strikes because SAG AFTRA and, uh, and the writers guild of America are both American organizations. Right. Yep. So you could have had another season of this continuing to create content and potential subscribers for Apple TV uh, when you know, they canceled the show, right? And now they're going to have a deficit of those those things. I think it's kind of interesting uh, when you look at it from like that marketing standpoint again. I don't have, we don't have confirmation of this, by the way. Like I couldn't find any definitive yeah. information about why, but most people suspected like, hey, this is a pretty good show. It had decent reviews, but it probably just didn't grab the, the viewers. Yeah, I mean, it was rated decently. Like 50% of 24 critics reviews were positive. Average of 6.2 out of 10. It's yeah, not bad. I mean, it's not. It's not like, ringing endorsement, but it, you know. It's, yeah, but it's not it's like we've seen worse descriptions. Yeah, yeah, we've seen worse shows get can't like continued. Like how many yeah. terrible shows are still running for like nine, ten seasons out there in the wild? Yeah. So it's 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 kind of like it's kind of like just a gut a gut call that that yeah per, uh, companies just have to make sometimes where it's like oh man, you know, fifty fifty. It was okay. We didn't have a lot of people complete the show. Like, what do we decide to do? It's similar to uh, to a league of their own. Like, or it was the show before that. What do we do? It was like a year ago. <laughs> uh, before <laughs> no, league like, of their own. Yeah, no. There, there's just there are a lot of shows that like people don't complete, and then you know, even though there are a lot of people that still completed the show, they kind of have to just make a gut call and be like, half of this is just us just shooting in the wind and going like i think we just need to cancel this or we need to keep it on and see what happens yeah and, and i think like there was a statistic released in the last few days uh, of this recording uh, about the rings of power which was the most expensive tv show ever made up to up to that point i don't know if it's yet been surpassed but it was the amazon yeah. prime prequel series to lord of the rings and only 37 percent of people that started that show finished that show Right. Wow. And so, you know, you can imagine 37% of a million isn't actually that many people. I'm sure more than a million people watched it, but just as throwing yeah. away, throwing right. Out numbers. Right? right. I am part of that, uh, you know, that uh, 67% or whatever the math is, 63%, excuse me. <laughs> yeah. That, didn't, that finish. didn't finish the show. I, you know, I got through like two thirds of it and I was like, I, I'm bored as shit and this isn't interesting. And so I let, right. And so you was got, it canceled? have to know what was it canceled? No, but it was just, no, it was okay. just, I just was uh, released. Those numbers were released recently. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, and I right. saw people uh, commenting about it because it's like, well, does this spell the end of that show or will they keep mm. going because it's such a, like the Lord of the Rings is such a big property, right? And yeah, you think, okay, totally. well, that's the Lord of the Rings, right? And so if they're going to keep it going and make the most expensive television show ever, 
and only 37% of people finished it out of however many people watched it. Okay, yeah. well, what did this show pull in, right? How many people finished this show after watching just the pilot episode? Probably not even right. 37%, right? And that, probably again, not. goes to our theory that it just probably just didn't, it brought lackluster numbers, and so it was canceled. Yeah. yeah. Yep. Very I likely. Think, I think we've gotten to, uh, ready ready for our reviews now. Yeah. We, we've discussed this show quite a bit. I, you know, I like the show. Let's let's get into the stars. Tell tell the folks uh, about our star ratings, Andrew. Yeah. Uh, so zero is basically just an idea that should have stayed an idea. Let's not see a pilot. Shouldn't have gone further than that. Uh, one would be uh, an idea worth seeing a pilot of, uh, but not much more. Uh, two is going to be rightfully canceled after one season. Three is kind of like a watch at your own risk. If you like the conversation or like the themes and the ideas that we cover that the show covers, uh, feel free to watch it. Could have seen another season, would have been okay. Uh, four is we definitely wanted to see another season or two. Uh, it deserved another season or two. Uh, aside from our subjective opinions of the show, it yeah. definitely deserved uh, to be to to have more room to grow and more, more room to breathe. And five, um, you know, five is just the gold stars out there in the in the canceled television world, like. It's such a shame, a crying shame yeah. that some of these can these these shows were canceled, and we have yet to give some fives. We do have some on the list. You guys are gonna have to just wait for those. Yeah. Um, because there are few, they are few and far between. Uh, there's a lot of, a lot of needles in the diamonds. Well, in shows the rough. are canceled for a reason. A lot, right? a lot of thorns, right? We're yeah. We're here so. to do it. We're here to do exactly. the difficult work that people demand exactly. of us. Exactly. So we can't we can't review all of the five star shows uh right out of the gates and then start underwhelming (laughs) you know (laughs) everybody with with old shows that no one cares about and yeah no one watched so uh but yeah so that's that's five uh that was a little bit of a long explanation sorry about that however presley i'm gonna reverse uno on you or uno reverse on you what (laughs) is your star rating instead of me going first uh mine is a three Okay. Uh, I like the show. I could have seen it going more. I think the the bads are not like bad enough to be like, yeah, definitely should have been canceled. It's not a zero. It's not a one. It, I do not think this is a two um, for me personally. Uh, and and I think that you know, marketing issues aside, and maybe some writing issues aside, it was really solid, and I really enjoyed it. I think four would just be like, this is kind of more of an objectively good show that anybody's going to enjoy. Yeah. And I think that this is a little bit more niche and that's why it gets a three. Uh, it, it's, it, you know, if I knew that everybody liked this kind of show, I would say a four, but I know that everyone doesn't like this kind of show. Uh, so yeah. three for me, what's yours, Andrew? I have a guess. I don't want to hear your guess. You can tell me afterwards. I know. Uh, I, like I wasn't going to say, <laughs> uh, I'm going to go, 2.5 make it a rare uh, a rare half star okay because, i was wrong my guess is gonna just be a two i didn't think you were gonna do the half star well it's it's because i kind of do and don't think it should have had a second season <laughs> i'm like literally right in between yeah i can sense your a two and a three it's genuine you're not just like it's, oh well i should say it because it was yeah. kind of a good conversation you're like you really don't know no, it's right? like i i genuinely can't pick either one right now yeah um, I'd have to probably watch it again and really think about like our own conversation and some of the pers- perspective you shared and that I came up with and, and I'm not, I'm not going to do that. So, uh, we're going <laughs> to give it a 2.5, <laughs> okay. uh, because I just, I think that it's somewhere in between those genuinely, like, 
I don't know if I would have watched or wanted another season. I, I think what happened happened, and like I, I don't know. It's just it's hard for me to make that choice. So well, I think that's allowed. Cheat. And, and just like just like we said, like who knows if you would come in with a different thought about what the show could have been at the start. Yeah. you might've had a different opinion at the outset and would have given it a sure. three because it met your expectations better. I mean, you know, we try, you and I really try to not know much about these shows going into them or we've already right. watched them. Like that's our rule. You know, yeah. it's kind of an unspoken rule of our, of our show, but like I don't watch trailers before I watch shows. I just like pick a name out of the hat and we go for it. And then a bunch of the shows on our list, I have already watched because I am a deep lover of some of these shows. Right. So it's going to be one or the other. And so if you'd come in, you know, if either of us had come in knowing what the show was going to be about, knowing the tone it was going to be, that could drastically change these these results. And I think this is a very clear case in it for you specifically. There you go. Well, we did it. Another show. <laughs> no. Um, yeah, I think it just it was a show. Yeah. You didn't hate it. I, 2.5 I didn't hate is it. not a hate. I didn't hate it. You know, no, if, yeah, if anything, I, it's I really didn't. It. Yeah, I really didn't. Um, uh, because I, I don't was, even think two show. necessarily evokes that you didn't like it. I just yeah. don't think that you wanted it to continue, right? Yeah, I think totally. there are plenty of shows that you can like but don't think need more of it, you know? Totally. Yep. Yeah. I agree. Okay, um, well, uh, I think it's about that time for you to tell yeah. me and our listeners the new show. You did say, I will tell everybody on the podcast, that I was yeah. not going to like the show that you had picked next. You did I not did tell me say what the that. show uh, but I wanted everybody to know. So we're going to hear my live reaction to what this show is going to be. And if I really am not going to like it, <laughs> I did say that you weren't going to like the show and it's based on what's in our shared note. It says Fuck. the idol kill me now. Oh so the show is not called the idol kill me now. It's called the idol. Presley this just was... really doesn't want to watch this show. Well, this was like a universally <laughs> panned show. I know yeah. I'm, I'm breaking the rule that we just talked about. But like this show was decried by literally everybody and was said yeah. like by everyone should have been canceled. So we might be like, getting some zeros here it was next episode. S- it was apparently so bad. And and we actually have seen the trailer for this. We were hanging out with some friends. Yeah. We actually saw the trailer for this. Yep. And it looked bad. So we'll see what well, happens. But you're right that I'm mad. <laughs> <laughs> and I hate this curse yeah. that you've placed upon me. And yeah. I do not look forward to recording next week with you yeah. uh, about yeah. this uh, this horrible show. But maybe our listeners have already watched it and we'll have some some interesting thoughts uh, about yeah, it. maybe. Um, I mean, it's got the else? weekend, so. Yeah. What else should we uh, tell our listeners, Andrew? Uh, well, if you would mind recapping where our users can listen to our stuff and find us and connect with us, that would be dope. Yeah, best place, as always, is season1pod.com. That is our website. We have all of our episodes up there. We have bios about ourselves. We have merch. We have all of our links to our social medias. Uh, Always the best place to go. Uh, We also are on just about every social media you can imagine, including the ones that you probably don't go on, like Mastodon, uh, at season underscore one underscore pod for all of them, uh, except for Reddit, where we are r slash season one pod, where you can go check out and discuss our shows, uh, you know, post little things. Uh, If you know somebody that might like the show, every on those social medias, we do post little clips uh, of funny moments, interesting bits of dialogue between the two of us. A great way to share the show with people being like, hey, I heard this funny thing. Maybe you would like the show. Send it off to your friends. Uh, We we really encourage that. Uh, And last but certainly not least, if anything, it's the most important uh, rating and reviewing on iTunes or any podcast app uh, genuinely helps out a lot. That's how listenership grows uh, the best uh, for for these kinds of things. So we'd really appreciate 
any creative criticism, um, constructive criticism, whatever you have, we want to hear it. We love hearing from our listeners. Andrew, did I miss anything? Absolutely didn't. Well, uh, I guess we'll, we'll see everyone again in two weeks when we review this horrible show. I'm sorry I'm coming in all hot, but you were right that it was going to make me mad. Yeah. Uh, but until then, I'm Presley. My name is Andrew. We watch this so you don't have to.